pay. After hearing your heartbeat, pulse tick and blood pound, he will point to the two vials laid on a tray and tell you, The medicine on the left is what the government provides. It is free. But I can give you no guarantees as to how long it will take to cure you. The one on the right is what I recommend. But it will cost you some money. Which one is it to be? Then there is the Che Kuti. Che Kuti's brand of healing is liquid forgetfulness. He advertises this by placing on his shop veranda a full bottle of toddy crowned with a red shoe flower. He wasn't born Shea Kuti, but in his younger days he greatly admired Shea Guevara, and so every thought he had, every sentence he mouthed, was distilled from the philosophy propounded by his idol. Soon his friends began to refer to him as Shea Sivan Kuti. Over the years his real name was discarded and he became Shea Kuti. In another country, in another time, he would have staged a revolution, probably even have been a highly paid guerrilla. But here in Malabar, all that Che Kuti could do was continue with the family business. Perhaps he sought consolation in the fact that what he dealt in was the common man's drink and by dispersing it, he was helping reduce the profits earned by the bourgeoisie who peddled Western imperialist spirits like whiskey, brandy and rum. Now all that remains of his leftist leanings and militant youth is a beard that resembles the guerrilla leader's mangy tufty one and the single lock of hair that falls irreverently onto his forehead. There are some who claim that Che Kuti hasn't completely relinquished his past. Or why else would he choose a red plastic pot, red being the colour of revolution, to upturn on a pole and place outside his toddy shop? Why not a green one or a blue one? Besides, there was no need for such a graphic symbol when on a signboard the legend Toddy Shop was clearly and boldly written. Even an idiot could read it. In fact, every child after just a few days of learning the primer felt compelled to gawk at the signboard day after day on his way to school and back. And practice allowed his newly acquired skills, reading out the white letters on the blackboard. Night after night, month after month, the men of Keikurusi flocked to his shop to fill their bellies and numb their minds with Che Kuti's fresh coconut and palm toddy. But if toddy alone won't suffice to diminish the extent of your suffering, and if you have a reference, he'll bring out from the back of his shop glasses of the other one. What makes Che Kuti's the other one distinct, apart from its being illicit, is the extra that goes into the distilling process. So if the Jesus Christ mix has you flat on your back for three days, the bride will make your head droop till the effect of the hooch wears off. The knock an elephant down will knock you off your feet and the lean on me will make you grope for the wall in a matter of minutes. While everywhere else they might add caterpillars, batteries and rat poison to the vats that bubble over wood fires in secret hideouts, Che Kuti's The Other One is pristine, pure and powerful. Spiced with tranquilizers, hypnotic drugs and barbiturates made by respectable pharmaceutical companies. Perhaps that is why Che Kuti is a much sought after man. A man's man, who for a price has the cure for sore hearts and bruised egos. And yet, it is I alone, thin man, ordinary man, paint-splattered, soda-bottle-spectacled, bristle-haired man, who can help you. But for that, you have to trust me and give yourself to me. They have a name for me in this village. They call me Painter Bussy. Behind my back in the shadowed lanes on the benches in Shankar's Tea Club and the fug inside Che Kuti's toddy shop, amidst the crowds that fill the temple ground on the Purim day, they refer to me as One Screw Loose Bussy.
Smirks, secret winks and hushed laughter are the coinage that denominates my standing in this village. They look at the insignificance of my features and assume they know me. They look at the tools of my trade and think they have fathomed my mind. My advice is never solicited. My opinions are mostly ignored. All I am considered fit for is just dipping a brush into a can of paint and slapping it on, this way and that. I can see the look in your eyes too. The puzzlement that creeps into most people's minds when they realize I am not who they think I am. And as they get to know me better, I know they speculate about my past. The common consensus is that a feckless woman is the reason why plain Bussy became one screw loose Bussy, and that it was a broken heart that brought me to Keikurusi. Some nights, after a long, tiring day, I don't sleep too well. I wake up in the early hours of the morning and lie on the bed staring at the blackness outside. There is to that hour a certain eerie quality that encourages the emergence.